All right, welcome, 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 welcome to Generating X. Uh, I'm G Cope. See Rob in the building. JT in the house. In the house. And of course, once again, we get thrown off by what we truly intended to talk about because once again, we got to start talking about, I think our last one we had a shoot. Every time we come up on a recording, there's a Church. shoot. This is weekly. I mean, this the, is weekly. the grocery store. Yeah, this is weekly. This is weekly. Um, so we're going to touch upon the uh, the shooting in 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 Uvalde, Texas, and there's just so much to unpack in this. And, and what we're going to try to do later in the show is also talk about what this podcast is about and who we are, our Generation X. But we'd be remiss if we just ignore what just happened in uh, Texas. So what I'm going to do is, I guess, we'll just go around and get your initial thoughts when you heard it what you think about, I guess, all of this. It goes right back to the America, the love for guns and the protecting. We protect guns more than we protect kids. And, and before I go around each of you, I don't know if you heard, I just read right before we got off that one of the teachers who shot, who was shot and killed, her husband died uh, today. And they think it's yeah. from grief. That the grief was so much. They, they have four kids. Yeah, so now they lost all their, they lost two parents. A broken like, heart, man. That's crazy, man. I mean, it, 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 if you think about it, those those folks who've been married 50, 60, 70 years, when one spouse dies, the other mm-hmm. one follows afterwards. When, like, my grandmother passed away in 2000, mm-hmm. and my grandfather passed away three years later, but you can tell he was deteriorating. He deteriorating. Like, he yeah. wasn't the same energetic, happy-go-lucky, you know, yeah. man. So... I can, yeah, I can understand that, man. I, I really can. So, you know, when I heard it, we were actually, it's crazy, because we were actually coming out of my my father's childhood friend's house. And she had came back out while we were sitting out there and told us about it. You know, she was like, and at the time, it was on, the number was only 12. She said, you know, it was 12 kids shot and killed in Texas. I'm with my, my daughters you know, 11 and 10, and you automatically think about them. Like, bro, what would what would I do? How could I even take that, you know? I mean, it's absolutely crazy. And then you, you as this goes on, and you, you read the articles and you hit the TV, and then you hear these people talk about, well, maybe we should arm teachers. And I'm gonna tell you this. Think about all the teachers that you had in your lifetime. Would you want any of them motherfuckers to have a gun? Cause I sure wouldn't. My my, my wife's a teacher, and uh, no. And what and, are they gonna do? In general, she said no, and the majority of teachers say no. no. You gonna have teachers carrying out AR-15s because a handgun ain't gonna stop what dude was doing? A little revolver, a little thirty-eight, pow pow, a little twenty-two, pew pew. And on the flip side. You might got some unruly students that can disarm the teachers. Right, exactly. And, you know, and, and it's gonna go uh, haywire from there. Or you got a teacher who got a bad day, bad year, bad week. Right. Pull that gun out the desk and go on a shooting spree, and you got the right. homemade the wet the, the the killing machine right in the school. I mean, it, it just they they already have they their their um what do they call it? Uh, not security guards, but resource officers. Right. But they're all gunned. They're all gunned. They're all gunned, and these cats are coming with body armor. Like I don't know if y'all recall 
it was some years ago. I think these dudes tried to rob a bank. And they had all this artillery and body armor on them, and the police was. Oh, uh, that was that in Wisconsin? No, it wasn't in Wisconsin. Where was, no, I know you're talking about. It was in California. I know what you're talking about. And it was just walking down the street, and the police walking shooting down, down the street. Yeah, that, that was probably like street, what, about 15 years ago. 15. So, it I don't remember what you were talking about. I think they made ago, a TV movie but, about them dudes. Yeah, the, the, yeah. the body armor is. Yeah. You can't penetrate that, man. Yeah. You can't. Like, and how do you get your hands on body armor like that anyway though that's another thing because it's legal internet and then they have the gun shows down south where you don't need certain type of license or permits in order to purchase them so you can purchase these assault rifles this body armor illegal bullets all kind of stuff and just say you a hunter right so you know yeah and, and the crazy thing too is what G mentioned about when he heard about it. When I first got the alert, it was one teacher and one student. Mm. So by the end of the night, when that number went up to 12 and 14 and then two, two adults, it's just crazy. It's just, it's heartbreaking. And then for this to be the only modernized country in the world where this is acceptable. This is acceptable. We care about guns more than we care about kids. So, it's harder to vote than it is. They they raise the age limit in Texas for tobacco products, but lowered it for guns. And then took away the fact that you need to have training to have a gun in Texas. And then the governor even put out a tweet because California had beat them in gun sales. So he encouraged people to buy guns. That's why I love what Beto O'Rourke did. Right. Yeah. Called his ass out. Stood him up. Yeah. And, 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 yeah. And, and the thing about it, like, <clears throat> with all this, more states, I think Florida's trying to go, I don't know if they've gone to or trying to go to constitutional carry, where you ain't even got to have a permit. It's your constitutional right. Go ahead, carry a gun. Like, it's it's absolutely ridiculous. And while you were talking, I got to get on these police officers. Bro, how are you chasing somebody? Let them go into a school and you sit outside for 35, 45 minutes while he's in the school. Then when you do go into school, you get your children out first and make sure your children are safe. While oh, the other ones that are, yes, while the other ones that are in the room are in danger. I hate to say okay. it, but those brown kids in there. I'm just gonna be real about it. Right. That's Those are brown kids in That's there. Last names ended with a Z. They don't care about that shit. But but my thing is they all gun hold when they pull over a black or brown man in the street, and it's like five of them and one of one one of us, and they dragging you around and throwing you on the ground and doing being all macho and tell, putting a gun in your face. You better not fucking move. You better not fucking move. But when the heat really comes on, they ass sitting outside scared. Go up no, in there mm-hmm. and save somebody. That's your job. I ain't going in there. I did. I, I did hear they, they rescue. They were breaking windows, getting kids and staff out, but they did not go in there and pursue the threat. That's your job. That, and if, if you so, don't want to do your job, then don't be a police officer. Your job they, is they to save wear the gear. Look like, look like that boy, your cop. Yeah, look at me. Look at me. The one that but hit the stuff get hot. When stuff gets hot. It's a different story. That's why I say those gangbangers that do the drive-bys and all that, 
Hey, send them over to Iraq and Iran. Right, yeah. right. Let's see how tough it is over there. Everybody's everybody's a man until when it really comes down to being a man. Hey, everybody, like what, what Tyson say? Everybody has a plan until you get, until hit they get punched in the mouth. Yep, exactly. <laughs> until you get punched in the mouth. And, 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 then, and then these fools gonna turn around. This governor gonna have this thing, all this thoughts and prayers, blue, 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 him and Ted Cruz. And they gonna turn around and be at the NRA convention tomorrow. And Houston. Guns are banned. Guns are banned at the NRA convention as well. You know, are they you know, no not banned anywhere there. else, but it's banned there. Banned in the NRA convention. Can't bring yeah. your guns inside. Right. Why? Monday. Oh, you scared somebody might try to kill you? <laughs> but but guns don't kill people. People kill people. That's what they say, right? Hmm? I got some stats yeah. to read to y'all uh, in a little while. I want to break down some stats that I came across. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, like uh, I was working. I must have been really working that day because I wasn't on my phone that much or whatever. And I saw you had sent something out, Cole. Oh, I sent the text out. I was mad. I sent out the text yeah. about, you know, you pro-life you pro except when it comes to kids. And I was, and, I was wondering, like, school. okay, you know what? I saw that, but I, like, I still had to work. I must have had a deadline or something. Yeah, because y'all was y'all was texting about watches and shit, bullshit like that. <laughs> oh, that was later <laughs> on, though. That was later on. But um, and then when I finally started surfing and seeing these other, you know, uh, the articles and things on YouTube or whatever, Mm -hmm. I said, is this what you were talking about? And at the time, when I saw it, it was 14 kids. Okay. You know, that had been killed. And then it, it went all the way up to 19. And I think they said there's still 17 kids or 17 people wounded. Yeah, yeah. Still. We ain't even counting the wounded. Yeah, we're not even yeah. counting the wounded. Yeah. Still. So, man, you know, I'm not going to lie. My opinion of it all is fucked up. It definitely is. However, when did Sandy Hook happen? About 15 years ago, maybe. 15 years ago. Well, I mean, th 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 that's yeah. when that's when any any type of gun control slash gun safety was dead. When when we made killing ch children, small okay. children, acceptable. When we make yep. it okay, oh, nothing, thoughts and prayers. We changed. think thoughts and prayers is gonna is gonna fix that shit. Nothing that, changed that, since Sandy nothing. Hook. Nothing at all changed since Sandy Hook. And that's when you you know about what this country is about. And these these lawmakers, what they about, about the because agree because nothing changed. But and I, I say I, they I, don't care about these young kids, these five and six and seven year olds. You know, but what but are they gonna Corey, care about? It brings me back to one of our earlier talks about term limits and these political grifters. If you eliminate these things, taking money from the lobbyists, if if somebody's in office only four years instead of being in office for 30, 40 years grifting every year, then you eliminate all this shit and you eliminate this 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 bullshit that goes on these politicians pretending like they care when only they care about their power. Like Steve Kerr said, they only care about keeping power, bro. On both right. sides. Democrat and Republican. Yep. I mean, there's some good people on, on both, on, well, on the, I can't even speak for the public. There's some good Democrats out there fighting a good fight. Uh, there but, are but, there a, couple, the, a couple decent uh, Republicans. There's decent. That spoke up. Yes, there's decent Republicans. Ron, uh, Mitch, uh, uh, Mitt, Mitt Romney. He'll speak up and he'll say things, you know. But for the most part, it's it's about saving yourself, staying in power, you know. And, and it's a lot of dudes on both sides, right? You know, right. And, and, and that's that's what's wrong with America. It's it's a, a very faulty country, and it comes like a day after I I was at. Uh, as I was flying back, watching um, 
HBO had this thing, Five Speeches of Frederick Douglass. And I'm listening to, to, to you know, I'm watching in the speeches that he had at, at like in his early 30s and things like that. And just how he talks about how a fallacy that America is. You know what I mean? <laughs> and, and, it, yeah. and it's still, yeah. you know, it, it, it's still pertinent today, man. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It's still pertinent today. And that was a couple hundred years ago, probably. Yeah. Um, that you, you know, when he was giving those speeches, and it's still prevalent, man. Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah, it, it, it's let me read them stats, stat it up, stat it up for so it us. It says, How many guns are there in the U.S.? And then I'm gonna cite my sources. You know, we all gotta cite our sources, so if you want right. to go ahead to these sources, um, but this is from a small arm survey from 2018. In the U.S., there's per 100 residents, there's 120 guns. Yemen, per 100, there's uh, 52. Serbia, 39. Uh, Uruguay is 34. Canada is 34. And then it goes down to Iceland is 31. And of course, there's many more after that. But we are off the charts, man. It's like a... A huge outlier, man. How many guns? And I know last week I spoke about. I I actually thought about getting a gun. I'm, I'm probably not gonna get a gun. I've thought about it. I went to the gun range just to know how to shoot a little bit. Um, but yeah, it's massive guns in this country, man. Like huge guns. Hey, and hey, then, uh, host, keep... oh sorry, go ahead. And then um, it says, how do U.S. guns deaths uh, break down. So this is how gun-related death breakdown. Twenty-four thousand is suicide. Nineteen thousand is homicide. So that just shows you that a lot of the folks that have these guns, bad things are happening. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. If if it's a homicide, if, I mean if it's a suicide. You have the access to get a gun to do yourself in. One of the most, probably the most, saying that God does not, you know what I'm saying? That that's unacceptable in a sense. If you are a Christian and, and break it down, that's one of them sins that he like hard to get forgiven for. Um, suicide. And then on the flip side, homicides, man. By my mom's crib the other day, my mom put a little fence in her backyard. And you know, um, there's a couple of homicides by my mother's house earlier this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She put a fence in her backyard because folks kept cutting through her backyard. So she put a little fence up. The other day, they hear gunshots. Sound like it was right in their backyard. A dude comes running through her backyard. They thought that he was being shot at. Come to find out, he, he had shot shooting. in the neighbor's house. Unloaded at least 12, 13, 14 rounds in the neighbor's house. And he was fleeing from the scene. Um, some more stats. It says, how do U.S. gun killings compare with other countries? And this has come from the House of Commerce, Statistics, Canada, Australia Institute of Criminology. Um, an international comparison of gun-related killings as a percent of homicides. Out of the homicides that take place in the United States, 79 rounded up to 80% are committed with guns. UK, 4%, Canada, 37%, Australia, 
Um, and didn't Australia, didn't folks send they, they, they harshest criminal to Australia back in the days? Yeah, yeah. They, they, they prostitutes and yeah, killers and all that. Yeah. It, it, was a, all it was a penal colony. Hey, get yeah. them out of Europe, <laughs> sent to Australia. A it bunch of them came here to the United States. But even Australia has way 13% compared to the United States, 80%. Because nobody loves guns like us, bro. So, and another one, and we can talk about these a little bit more. It says, worst mass shootings in the United States since 1991. That Las Vegas shooting, where that dude was firing out the- um, Window, yeah. Out the window of the hotel, that was nearly 60. Orlando, and that was in 2017. Orlando, Florida had one in 2016. I vaguely remember that one. That was nearly 50. Uh, Virginia Tech, Virginia in 2007, mm-hmm. that was a little bit over 30. Sandy Hook in 2012 mm-hmm. in Connecticut, that was um, in the mid-20s. But then there's Texas, there's another Texas, there's another Texas, there's another Texas. So what did I tell you about Florida, Texas? Florida, California, another Texas, New York and Colorado. So what did I tell you about Texas? Texas is rogue, man. That's the way it appears. They My football gun. team is down there, but Texas got some got some issues. So, I, I heard so one of those Orlando ones was that nightclub. Yeah, the nightclub. Okay, post, that's post, that one. Okay, okay I remember post that nightclub. one. Yeah. So, yeah, I heard somebody talking on on the radio. Um, I, I I think I was might have been listening to CNN as I was going to the airport, um, and he was talking about that all this went wrong, being able to set these gun laws. He said it all went wrong like 40 years ago when we started saying gun control. And that allowed people on the other side, well, I don't want to be controlled. You know, and and as he was talking about this, he said the messaging was wrong from the start where they should just say gun safety from the start. You know, they call it gun safety now. And he was saying, even though the people who are advocating what's gun safety now say gun safety. He said the media plays a big part in this because they still call it gun control. And he said, if you look, CNN says gun control. MSNBC says gun control. Fox, gun control. All these people still say. So the, the message with the problem with us Americans and this control thing. And it made me think about the mask and the virus. Because you ask people to wear a mask. Well, I don't want to be controlled. Right. You're taking away my freedom, my rights. You know, Even though it's for the greater good. And I, that's why I think, again, America's full of shit, because we talk this one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. We pump that bullshit and make our kids stand up and put their hand over their chest and say all this bullshit. But it's a very selfish country because people very seldomly like to act in the interest of, of others. I don't want to wear a mask because it's my rights, even though it's to save the 80-year-old grandmother next to you. Well, right. I don't want them taking away my guns even though these laws are to protect 10, eight, nine, 10 year olds from getting chopped down by automatic weapon. I, I just, it, you know. We've always been a country where, where a good portion of the people want less government. Mm-hmm. So they say, when, it, when it's convenient for them, they thank want you. less I was government. Say when it's, thank you. But then at the same time, they could be getting government aid. You know what I'm saying? But right. they want less government. Um, and I, if you listen to the media enough, you will get programmed. Mm-hmm. You will. If it's just sitting there, I'm watching this. Uh, 
Arby's commercial the other day. I'm like, you know what? I'm running the Arby's, man. I, I want me one of them, one of them sandwiches. You know what I'm saying? Like so, yeah. So we, don't, we don't, are don't, in don't. the program. If you're not thinking on another level or outside the box or whatever, um, I catch myself falling this stuff. So I'm like, you know what? Let me let me flip this channel real quick, man, because I'm starting mm -hmm. to pay attention too much to uh, the propaganda and what's Big going on. Ding, ding rings in your head, man. You feel that right there? That's pride fucking with you. Hey, man, them sandwiches taste good. They be having two for six dollars. But yeah, I mean, we we got some issues here. I I guess the main question is the guns are already out there, right? I know that wasn't a question. I'm leading up to it. The guns are already out there. They're in the hands of bad people. What do you do? What's the resolution? I understand that you making it more stringent to, to purchase guns. You can do that. You can, however, a sane person or people like us can have a bad day. Say we, we we're saying we're we're responsible gun owners. I know we're not, we don't have guns. Um, we're responsible, but you could be having a bad day. The gun is in your house already. What do you do now that the guns are, are plaguing the streets? They're out there in masses. What do you do, fellas? It, talk it's, to funny, it's funny you said that because New Zealand had this problem some years ago. Um, and there was a, a guy, I, I think he was an Australian national killed 19 people. He went to the mosque in New Zealand and killed a bunch of people. So they were minorities too in New Zealand that it outraised the country so much that that by, I think that day, the prime minister of New Zealand, she came on and said, you know, by the end of the week, the, the weapon that was used will be outlawed in New Zealand. They outlawed, they made their gun laws so strict, even though New Zealand was a, a very pro-gun country at the time. But that outraged the people so much. They made the gun law so strict. They haven't had a mass shooting since. I, like they basically did a program where they overpaid for guns, gun buyback. Come, we're gonna pay for your gun. Your gun's worth what? You know, two hundred dollars. We're gonna give you seven hundred dollars. And they bought all those. They took all those guns back from people. And and they got I, you know, guns. you do that here. You do that here. Those guns are gonna end up back on the streets, man. We corrupt the hell over here. But that's man. the problem. Well, we didn't get to that problem. Yes, we're very because <laughs> the, the people collecting the, the guns, the, the officials, the people who are charging your safety are just gonna turn around and sell them guns back out, just like where they sold crack to to finance a war. But you know, we'll get to that some other time. Yeah, that's another topic. <laughs> that's another. So topic yeah, so we'll get to. what's the what's the what's the resolution? Because the guns are already out here. They're plentiful. If you we, want to get one, about, I want to get one, illegal or legal. We, we talked one. about some of the resolutions previously. Yeah. Um, term limits for yeah. politicians, and also when our kids' generation become politicians because they live through these school shootings and they're tired of it. Right. They're but, tired of it. But the insurance, they say they make, it, make it like car insurance. Make it like car, the insurance game. Liability. Once you stick liability on people, you'll be amazed how much shit stops. When people are liable, like companies are liable, you'll you'll see what happens when that stops. Term limits, buy the guns back, raise the age limit. You shouldn't be able to be if you can't drink at 18, why you got a gun? If you can't even drink, why why can you put a weapon 
of mass destruction, basically mass devastation. Should I say not mass because it's not a bomb? Why should you be able to get an automatic assault rifle at 18? Why military grade weapons? Break it up like crazy, JT. Break it up. Oh, I'm saying, why are military grade weapons available to the general public? Shouldn't be. Definitely shouldn't be. Back to my question, though. Say, say all of a sudden these laws that you all just stated, both of you just stated, came in effect today. What about all these guns that's out here right now? That are well, out it, here right now? Right. It's, How it's, do, you, you get I, I guess we, it's going to be a, a, a trend down pattern or something. Yeah, like, you're going to have to trend it down. down. It's not going to stop it tomorrow. It's not going to be automatic. What also has, it has to be a cultural change. Bro, look at the movies, the TV shows in America. Like, watch a British movie, like a, a British blockbuster movie. They may have a gun or two in there, but they ain't, it ain't Rambo and the shit that goes on here. What, John the Wick. Expendables. Like, yeah, the Expendables, John Wick, all these things that these movies that we promote, like, it's all gun violence. The TV show, gun violence. Like, just make Hollywood. a show. Music. Make a show that entertains the mind instead of just violence. Like, are we that dumb? That only violence can keep cold. We we are as a whole, as a culture, because who wants to watch a movie that makes you think outside the box opposed to watching something that just, you know, you don't have to think at all. You right. just just looking at it and whatever. You might put yourself in that role, but if you're gonna try to stimulate somebody's mind or something as deep, make you peel back all the layers. Right. And looking at different views, we're lazy in a sense when it comes to that type of thinking. Yeah. And, and I'm going to put some more information out there. I can't I can't share the screen. The host got me blocked. <laughs> uh, who that damn host, man? Trying to control everything. But, man. That's right. <laughs> but it's, it's from it's from the Brady United. Uh -huh. So NRA donations, Mitt Romney, 13.6 million. 365 gun deaths per year in the state. Mm -hmm. Richard Byrd, North Carolina, 6.9 million, 1,300 uh, deaths, gun deaths in the state. Roy Blunt, 4.5 million. And you just goes on, but they all got an R behind their name. Tom Tillis, Corey Garner, Marco Rubio, Joni Erst, mm -hmm. Rob Portman, Bill Cassidy, David Perdue, Tom Cotton. You got to go a long way down before you see somebody with a D behind their name. Mitch McConnell, Marsha Blackburn, Josh Hawley, Pat Toomey, all of this. So if the gun organization is giving you over a million up to $13 million a year, are you going to block their product? But that's what I'm talking about. That's the, and there is where the problem is because politicians are supposed to be working for the people, not the corporations. And that's why term limits and all these things that I suggested before need to come in hand. To, this is supposed to be a union by the people, for the people, right? For the people. Democracy, right? so they say. Why are we call to on the corporations? On all ends, bro. On all, everywhere. There's Democrats need, out there taking, taking 10, money from corporations. We need 10... Republicans, right? Am I wrong? Ten Republicans to 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 vote on yeah, that uh, gun reform or, or whatnot. Yeah. Well, they are we gonna get that ten? They they even tried a, a domestic terrorism bill 
just now, uh, a few hours yep. ago, and the Republicans blocked it. Because they ain't even trying to hear it. 90% of Americans across all parties do, they believe in background checks. They're for it. They're for it. 90% of Americans are for background checks. I don't think the background checks are going to be enough. I really it's not, but it's so a start. It's a start. It's a start. It is a start. Couple that with, you know, co-mingle that with a whole bunch of other things. Because I could be the, the worst criminal ever. Or I may not. I'm an upstanding citizen for the most part. You know what are I'm saying? <laughs> but I could, like, you know what? I don't want my name associated with a gun. I can go to wherever and get one. So the background checks, it's a start. I, I, I will agree that. But it's still, if you look, if you do some research, they've said in certain inner cities, I watched something the other day, I can't cite the source, in certain inner cities that trains were going by and they had stopped. I saw an interview with this teenager dude and he said, of course, they being curious, they jump on the train, jump on whatever. And he said all that was on, on that um on one of those boxes was guns. Or one of those was guns. Basically for them to take and put out in the streets. Where did they come from? Why did it stop right there? Who knows? But this country has done so much, I can't give them the benefit of the other doubt. Because if you go back, you know what I'm saying, to the present. It's done so much. I, I, I cannot, like nothing under the sun surprises me anymore. Nothing. And, and, and all of this, like everything's tied in, like things that we've talked in before. And I, when I said, this is not a democracy, this is a constitutional republic. And I, I, you know, the antiquated constitution, uh, electoral college, people in the gun rights, like to throw out that second amendment and the constitutional, when I, again, when our forefathers thought about that, they were worried about the British army and, and not knowing that one day man will create the, the devastating automatic rifle that's used now. You know, they were using muskets, but I told my father actually <laughs> the other day, we were talking about the shooting. We need to outlaw everything but a musket. Carry a musket around. Let's see how many people you can mass shoot. It. You gotta feel that motherfucker back up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? So there's a guy on Twitter that I, that I follow, Ken Tremendous. And he made a good point. And, he, and this is what he tweeted out. The Third Amendment to the Constitution, the one they got right after, right after everybody gets guns forever, is that no soldier in a time of peace shall be quartered in any house without the consent of the owner. And he goes, that, that amendment is utterly irrelevant because it too was written in the 1700s. Meaning, don't be trying to pull no bullshit in the, in the 21st century, your constitutional right, when that shit was written in the 1700s, because it does not apply. It doesn't it apply. Does, we need to evolve as a country. That's the problem. America can't evolve. That's why we still have these racial problems. That's why we still have people, you know, the politicians. Well, yep. You, America's problems is the problem that America refuses to evolve because the people in power want to stay in power. Get out of here. And, and, and that's, the, that's, that's the issue that ties in the gun violence. That's the issue that ties in. And to that goes back. Taking people's voting rights. I was going to say, <laughs> you just go, it's a fear. It goes fear. back to what you say, those term limits. It, yeah. it really does. It goes yeah. back to those term limits. Um, yeah, man. 
until this happens to someone close who doesn't want gun reform or whatever, these politicians, until it hits home, we're not going to see a change. Until it happens to a private school in D.C. where these senators and these congressmen's children are, they ain't never going to do nothing. Where they children and grandchildren are. Until it happens in a private school, like something like that, they ain't going to do nothing. But, and I agree with you on that one. I definitely agree with you. But how can you just walk into a school nowadays with what we see taking place how can since Columbine, like how do you walk into a school? But who's gonna stop him? The school resource guy, if he got a gun, that's all he got. All he got is a revolver. To me, the school, the school resource guy should be sitting by the, a lot door. But how are you gonna stop an AR-15? He gonna get catch up. He did. He gonna catch a whole bunch in the chest. Well, he's standing up for a job. I'm saying if if you sitting out inside the locked door with your cameras and whatnot, you I can, can. I can't. Get, I know my kids' school. You, you got shouldn't, You shouldn't be able to open a damn door. My man. my kids' school. My kids' school. When you go in there, when I go pick them up earlier, things like that. You got to ring the bell, doo doo, and they got a camera yep. and they right. buzz you in. You can't right. just walk in there like that. All the schools. If we got but enough not, money to not, send to Ukraine, but not all schools have resources like that. Not all schools have resources. But okay, now here come the resources. If we got enough money to send to Ukraine. <laughs> For how come we can't put that money in the school oh, building? Sure. I'm just saying, how come we cannot? I should not. When my son was in school, man, they, man, I, I couldn't walk right in. They, I had to go through a freaking maze. Mm-hmm. And it led me right to the office. And I can remember that my son and I having this conversation. Um, he was like, I don't remember him standing in school. Like he told me the other day, he said, man, I'm, I'm so glad I'm done with high school. But then I like I have to remind, hey, this stuff happens in colleges too. Yep. So, but he just said he he can recall some folks that was in his school. He was like, I can tell by their behavior if they were picked on, if they were loners. It's 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 a certain demographic. It's starting to it's starting to be a wider demographic now. Before that demographic was they would say it was a white male, this, 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 this. It's starting to get a little more broader. But he he would comment on like, if something wish that were to happen, yeah, I can see this person doing something like that. And at the same time, his high school had, the classes were full of glass. Like you can just walk past it full of glass. And he said too, in addition to that, Those folks who were probably everybody knew the plan when they had those um, mass shooter or or whatever, they knew where oh, they were man. hiding. You know what I'm saying? So if it's a student that was used to go to that school or current student at school, they know where everybody's walk right in yeah. and find and you can find everybody hiding in this little corridor or this office because you went to that training too. You should not be able to walk into a damn school in these days in this country, just open the door and walk right through it. But my, but my, my whole problem is why as a country do we find protecting some rednecks right to take an automatic rifle on a deer hunt trip over children, man? Children. It baffles me, man. It does. 
old people, elderly people. Nothing's changed since Sandy Hook, and I want to reiterate that. Nothing's changed since Sandy Hook. And here we are again. So even when the Second Amendment was writ, not even bullets were invented at the time. (laughs) There was pellets and other things you put in the gun. You didn't even have bullets back then. And then when you talk about the propaganda in the news media, Fox News, National News, they started off talking about it was a border patrol chase that that happened. So the border patrol was chased by. Then they had all these. It was a border patrol chase. Why? Because he was Hispanic. (laughs) And so, and so they went on to have other experts. And one guy's recommendation was that maybe we should booby trap schools. Booby trap. So that you have a tripwire system. Their their solution to violence is always more violence. More violence. Their solution to weapons is more weapons. Their solution to bombs is more bombs. It's like dude. Arm teachers. Yeah, it doesn't work. That's what they want to do. That's what they want to do. And it's just like, wow. But then they'll be the first to try to quote MLK. Because he was all about violence, right? Yeah. He was all about violence. But what about Chicago? (laughs) They don't, they don't, they don't know, they don't know those last, those last days of MLK. We were, we were taught, I'm not, I'm me included, we're taught a certain level of MLK. But when he woke up a little bit, it's a different level of MLK that they don't tell you about. We can that's another topic for another day, too, though. That's a different, we different to go MLK. Into, we might have to go into the evolution of MLK one day. We might have to have one yes. and talk about yes. this. Because I, I think it makes the two Americas. It makes a certain it makes a certain demographic that will say feel good when they quote MLK because it sounds all feathery. The quotes they use sound all feathery, and they ignore all the other quotes that he has. <laughs> <laughs> it it took me so I was older, like, wait a minute. He, he, he much different. It's a whole 180-degree turn. He went to Chicago. He went to Chicago and saw. He went to Chicago and said how Chicago, he said, I've been throughout all cities in the South. He said, I've never seen anything as racist as I see here. When he was trying to go to Chicago with the housing crisis. Right. Yeah, bro. Right. So, yeah. And when that's, he started, that's when he started, when he started, when he started about, making that turn. And there yeah. ain't no hope for these people. And then they said, you know, we got to Hey, we got to get rid of this dude now. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Now, now we got to get rid of him. And that's exactly all, what they did. The, the, feathery, the feathery, lovely, flowery speeches started to go away. And it's like, hold on. We got yeah. to fight. We got to do something. That tone, <laughs> that tone changed dramatically. Tone changed. That tone and changed dramatically. Do we all remember the boondocks when he came back? Yeah. I don't remember that episode. Yeah, I didn't see that one. You remember the episode? I'm going to have to. Okay, drop the N-word. Uh, <laughs> he said, "You ignorant! Uh, Y'all ain't gonna see me on the other side of the mountaintop. Y'all ain't gonna make it." <laughs> hey, JT, know all the quotes. He know all the references, man. That's that weed. How you find time for this, man? That's that weed, bro. That's that late night watching. <laughs> but um. Yeah, like I like I said, I still want to just emphasize this point. Nothing's changed since Sandy Hook, man. Yeah, laws haven't changed. No gun reform. Um, 
nothing's changing. And that's what's, that's kind of like, you don't want to not have hope. You still want to have hope. Maybe, hey, we all around the age of 50. I'm the only one that's 50, but we all around the age of 50. Maybe when we're in our right age of in our 80s, we'll start, you know, we can you the only see one that's some, some results, some change. The, the worst part of it all, whether it was the schools or whether it was that Topps grocery store, and then even the the different religious venues, it's the innocence. The innocence right there. The the good people that are getting gunned down. The people, when you find these backstories of what these people were doing in their communities, the community, yeah. doing for other people or the families that they had, um, when you just see the innocence of a child who the parents ain't never going to see like the graduation, the prom, homecoming, all, none of that stuff. It's done. No more selfies, no more photos, no more group chats. It's, it's gone. I couldn't imagine that in my heart, though. I couldn't imagine the pain, the emptiness. Oh, my goodness. And then you have the others out here who are just, you'd be like, how is this dude still alive? Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's, but that's a but you know what solves all that? You know what solves all that? According to Republicans, you know what solves all this? Thoughts and prayers. A good guy with a gun. Thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and prayers, because you know we've been prayers. we've been praying for a long thoughts time. Thoughts and prayers. My thoughts and prayers, and prayers are with him. NRA. My thoughts and prayers are with him. Give me my money. My thoughts and prayers are with him. <laughs> I remember y'all remember here. Um, dang, it was that spa shooting? Was it in Brookfield? Yeah. Uh, yep. Yeah. Was it Brookfield or Wauwatosa? Brookfield. Okay. Brookfield. Well, a coworker of mine, um, some years back. Her daughter was one of the innocent bystanders who worked in that spa, wow. and she was killed. Didn't she you work? Did didn't you work with somebody that did a shooting before? But we'll get to that. Finish that. I, I, All right. Yeah. <laughs> so she she was gone for the a, a period of time. Her daughter was an adult, mm. a younger adult, and when she came back. My heart pulled out for her, man. I couldn't relate to it. I could empathize with her, or sympathize with her, but she was never the same. Yeah, she was broken, man, from the inside out, and and she was never this fun-loving, sociable, outgoing person. Positive person was broken from the inside out, and I saw that. I saw that change. Another one, another because dude, I think his girl left him or something, and he decided he just wanted to go ahead. And I'm just gonna shoot up everybody who she works. But with. that's the so point. That's the point. We we talk about mental health. We talk about this. We talk about that. Whether it's mental health, whether it's hate, whether whatever it is, there's only one common factor to all these people getting killed, and that's the gun. You remove the guns, and you don't have all that. If a mental, if a person with mental issues can't get a hold of a gun so easily, then you don't have that problem. If a kid who's being bullied at school, who's 18 years old, can't just go buy a gun like like this, then we don't have these problems. If, if a racist dude 
who's writing a manifesto on his 18th birthday or whatever it was, can't just go and get guns like this or, or get a, guns and go into a church in South Carolina, young cat, and, and murder people. The one constant, we keep saying mental health, we keep saying this, we keep saying that, we keep making excuses about the people, but the one constant is the one thing that needs to be eliminated. And that's the guns, man. The guns. And we all, and might, still, we all might experience some kind of mental, it could be temporary. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? It could be, you had a death in the family that's close to you. Or it could be whatever, you might have lost your job. You, you, you're stable any other time, but something traumatic happens. But like you said, Cope, it's the guns. It's the guns. It's, it's the, the guns. guns and, and I think even in addition, like, like I say, baby steps, the background checks. Think with the background checks. Seven to 10 days before you even get it. Because sometimes it's that heat of the moment, that rage. Right? 90 that days. That rage that's going on for the moment. And I just want to, uh, now you know, and but even with that, they have time to Google you, bro. That's ninety they days. They have time to what? Google you and see. What? Hey, look at what this dude done put up. Think about look it. Look at what they said. What are you doing that you need a gun in seven to ten days? What are you doing? Because even if you go hunting, you planning it out. Ninety right. days, brother. Ninety you days. Know, Let's figure it out. You know how many people sitting in jail right now who probably wish. They had a background check done on them mm -hmm. and they weren't able to get that gun or whatever. But on the flip side too, those people who are probably set to do, trying to do something ill, they're not going to the, they're not going to the gun manufacturer. I mean, uh, to the, to the, to the gun uh, stories and distribution stories. They, they call their homies. But they call their homies. But they're flooding the streets from one, the gun manufacturers to the gun show. And then from there, flooding the streets. That's why I say you put liability on them joints. Manufacturer, gun show, right. all that. Like you can't, you can't just get in a car, buy a car from your from a dealer, and just drive out. They make sure you got insurance and all that before you drive out. They make sure your shit is tight because that's their liability if you just get in the car and drive out, right? So you do that with gun manufacturers, and you do that for the gun shows, and you put liability on people. You'll see how many guns. Stop floating the streets like that because now everything's traceable. Now everything's traceable back to you. We gonna sue your ass right now. They got they got something out there called ghost guns now, untraceable guns. Well, they got the ones the that you can make. yeah you can make the the three D printers and they, right. That, they don't want to make those crazy. illegal. They don't want to make those illegal. Which is crazy, man. Which is they thinking outside the box on making those right there. That's some different. Waiting for that thing. civil war. Man, that's wild. That's wild, man. <laughs> but, you know, and again, when you, if you want to look at another aspect of it, if you believe in the re replacement theory, of course you want to flood the hood with guns. That's the only way we're going to try to regulate how they keep multiplying. What you flood with and, guns? And, and, hey, and it, so we change it. abortion laws. We flood the hood with guns. Hey. Well, you know, you flood the hood with guns. You flood them in the '80s with crack, and then you know you, you tried to flood it with crack, but the problem was they didn't realize that Joe Blow, the architect, and Joe Blow, the attorney, and Joe Blow, the doctor, was 
getting off of work and coming down to the hood and buying that crack, you know? And so once they, oh, now it's a problem. Just like with the opioids, it's mostly a certain demographic and it's a crisis. Crack was yep. an epidemic. The solution was jail. Now it's a, it's a, it's a crisis and a solution is rehab and, and, and help and talking it out, right? Because a certain mm -hmm. type of people is, are using those opioids. And that's home. why jail reform has changed too, because the jail population has changed due to opioids. Opioids. So yeah, well, maybe now they yeah. should get education. Maybe they, now they should yeah. get some job training. Maybe we should teach them some skills in jail. I mean, it, it's a nonviolent crime. It's just... <laughs> Yeah. Everybody yeah. deserves a second chance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man. Yeah. yeah, so yep. the thing about it is, and I hate to say this, but when is the next mass shooting going to happen? Next week. We might not even hear about yeah. it, though. Like They said over 200 has happened this year alone, if I'm not mistaken. What are the three or more? Three or more. Yeah, three or more. So I think I read it's, it to over more, 200 has already happened this year. The next one can happen puts tonight. In perspective, there's more guns than cars in this country. It's more guns. Exactly. It's more guns than humans in this country. <laughs> it's more guns than humans. So and they keep they keep just rolling them off the assembly line, too. And some cats got three, four. Ain't no five, supply chain six, issue seven. with that. Yeah, right? <laughs> Hey, damn the baby formula. We want guns. What you talking about? You better get this shit. <laughs> and that's the thing. That's another thing. I just popped in my mind. They need to limit the amount of guns a, a, a gun manufacturer can produce in a year. That makes some sense. It shouldn't be car blanche. Because or, you take them off the street, they just produce them. <laughs> right. Produce slash sell in a year. You know what I'm saying? So like, right. hey, it's, it's all the same. No, yeah. no, 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 because you do produce. Because if you do sell, then they, then they got problems with you. Our, our constitutional right, the Commerce Clause, to, to do business. So production. All right, we'll limit your production. You can sell as many as you want a year, but you can only you produce. You got to stop. You yep. got to stop at. You can only produce X amount. 7,000, Federal regulations say you can, yeah, you can only produce X amount. Right. And Or you make a deal like this. So now you can only produce X amount or you can stop entirely producing automatic weapons. Semi-automatic, fully automatic, go back to revolvers or whatever it is and you can produce as much as you want to. But as far as semi-automatic, automatic weapons, if you do that, you can only produce a certain amount of guns for you. Just think about it when you have mission revolvers. Bo Copeland for those. And then, <laughs> <laughs> hey, you're going to be like, uh, what movie was that with Chris Rock? In the oh, yeah. Uh, head of state. Uh, head of state. Yeah. We have a birdie back slapping each other. <laughs> but could you imagine, like, only revolvers are out on the streets? Right. So you ain't got this 20 clip, this 15 nope. clip where you can just pop in. That joint back you got up. a revolver where you got to be like, you know what imagine saying? dropping the bullets. Oh, yeah. shit. <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. That'll make exactly. you think. That'll make you think. I ain't trying to get but no like gun said, Speaking of thinking, like I go back to how many cats are in jail right now because they didn't think, because they had a moment. Yeah. Because they had a moment. If you can just sit back 10 seconds, just think for 10 seconds. Do you really want to do this? Do you really want to do this? Man, something to think about, man.
something to think about. Our next topic, other, man, let's say let's say that one to to to, to next well, week, man. Well, let me transition into this way because I was going to transition. We kept talking about taking the money and the term limits is because too many damn baby boomers are in charge, right? Which brings <laughs> me to a point. The other day, well, just, I just told, one more thing. Just, just one more thing. Go ahead. Because the guns, you know, we talk about the capitalism, everything else, but capitalism is not being used because you said have a monopoly with the baby formula is due to lack of competition why more people cannot produce more companies cannot produce that baby formula which caused the backup if abbott is the only one that you're giving the contract to when abbott have a problem what happens abbott what happens abbott was and deficient then, on so many levels man they were deficient on so many levels and then the people that are talking the most voted with that last dude to make it tougher for us to import baby formula from other countries like Canada. Right. Let's not talk about that. Hey, JT. You got to work on the internet. Your internet <laughs> service is telling you you've been on too long, man. <laughs> so you got a time hey, limit. term limit. Your term limit is up, man. Your term limit is up. <laughs> so I want to say, boom. So, so Wait, talking, uh, a minute, let me check the minutes. Yeah, so, so I was talking about boomers. So a baby boomer put this out, and I shared this with my 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 boys a few weeks ago. We were supposed to get to this topic last week, but we forgot about it until after we, we got off. And David Gergen was an advisor to, I believe, I want to say Bush one, Clinton, and Bush two. I don't know, I don't think he advised uh Obama, but I think it was Bush one, Clinton, and Bush two. He was advisor in both parties and presidential advisor. He put this out. He goes, baby boomers have been running the country for nearly three decades. Some successes, a number of disappointments. It's time to pass the baton to younger generations. And he puts millennials and Gen Z. Please join us for the conversation tonight, CNN. Right? This was uh, a couple of weeks ago. I think May 5th, baby boomers, Gen Z, millennials, Gen Z. Why is it that Generation X is the forgotten, <laughs> the forgotten generation? You know we're here, right? You get I get we're smaller than the rest of them. Po we're you know, alive and well. Population-wise, even um, Alexander Vindman's wife put out, what, Gen Z doesn't exist? You know, like people were pushing back, like, that's what I wanted to talk about. Why do people forget about Generation X? Go ahead. JT. Because we're the asshole generation. <laughs> we're the ones that questioned authority in other people. They would say, do something. We'd be like, why? But just give me a reason behind it. I ain't really questioning you, but I just want to know why I need right. to do this. We were the ones that had a different type of thought process because we were brought up to be independent as the latchkey kids. Yeah. We found our independence at an early age where we didn't have to rely on others. And it helped us to explore. We had more activities than other generations, I think, had. I think we got gained more knowledge through different things. And we had to be creative because we didn't have technology in front of us all the time. And we so know how to socialize. Taking a basketball and bouncing it on cans right. out on the sidewalk. 
<laughs> you know, to do we, other things, we we learn to be creative, and even like things like whether it was Boy Scouts or other activities that we did for leadership and other things. I think that got us to have a whole different thought process, and I think we are an intimidation to the baby boomer generation. I, I want to touch upon something that you said about about that. Even though a lot of a lot of us, unfortunately, have in in Generation X, use Facebook, and I always joke with you guys, Facebook is for old people and all that. Like a lot of them got caught up now in that Facebook and all that shit. When you say we're independent, we think independently. And I think about baby boomers in that generation where they would listen to the nightly news and Walter Cronkite and whatever Walter Cronkite spit out, that had to be the truth because he was the most trusted man. He was the most trusted man in America, not knowing that they were getting propaganda spewed at them. So baby boomers think that way. The police are good. The police, policemen would never lie, you know, things like that. Because look at Mannix and Kojak and Ironside and all these other cops. They're great, you know, baby boomers. And then we look at millennials, Gen Z, heavily influenced by social media. There's no independent thought. They copy each other. It's part of being heard and accepted. How many people like me? How many people do? We many never had that. Such, such DM. Who DM right. me now, man? How many yeah. likes do I have? Yep. yep. That's that's important to, to them. Socialize. That's important to them. Do they like me? Um, let me put something out there. How many people liked it? And all this stuff. We're right in the middle. We never had those two things. Fuck Walter Cronkite. Fuck these social media. I don't give a fuck how many likes you got on me. I'm going, <laughs> I don't care. How many followers I have? I think Generation X fits right in the middle of, of that. When you say independent thought, I done coughed on myself. Um, that's what I think of, you know, um, yeah. and I think because the baby boomers was a high population of people, you know, the soldiers came home from the war. They first thing they did from the war, they was started popping. First thing they did was start popping. They was and getting it, it in. You got us where it that generation of baby boomers, the generation of greed, as I like to call, them, they were working, they were doing different things, so it became less kids, you know. Instead of having, you know, seven, five, eight, six. six, five, six, seven kids, now it was two, maybe three. Three was a big family, you know, for Generation X. Mm -hmm. You know, you had two siblings, that was a big family. I, me and my brother, you and your sister, you had two sisters. So, you know, you go two, two, three for us. You know, that that's, if you look at all our friends, that's basically what everybody was, two, two, three, you know, two, two, or three. And there was no. There was no a couple four. daddies out there with some side babies, though. Yeah, there's no real. four. Yeah, there was a couple daddies. There was no four or five out there in, in our group, you know. And I think as we set up, or or the later, I guess millennials are children of the later baby boomers. And, and you okay. could say they were they were more financially successful. So then again, you have bigger families. The families raised again. You go three, four kids. You know things like that. Um, maybe some Generation Xers. I was a, I was the only child, so when I have a family, I want to have a bigger family. So like the, the Gen Z, three, four, five kids, you know, because because the, the Generation X guy was all alone. The Generation X girl was the only kid, latchkey. So they have more kids, and I think we're outnumbered. So our voice, because we don't use social media, Facebook, because we we're not in power, corrupt and greed like baby boomers. Yeah. We kind of get lost in that, you know. Even CBS ran a model, and I showed you, I text you guys that, where they talk about 
hold on, let me see if I can find it. The generations and they completely did not even put uh generation X on that on that graphic, bro. They went oh, they gave the years. <laughs> That's what it was. They gave the years of uh for reference. They gave the years of, of the generations. And so this was on CBS, CBS N. So CBS News, the silent generation. They also call that the, 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 the greatest generation. The generation, I call it <laughs> generation of racism and you know Ku Klux Klan and all that. The silent generation, 1928 to 1945. You know, the generation that made black people told black people to go off and fight for other people's freedoms and then give them freedom when they came back home. Come back Prom home and get mistreated. Promised promise soldiers that, that we would give you education and when they came back home, they didn't give them education and housing like they gave you other Didn't give them housing, didn't give them anything yeah. then. Right. So silent generation. Yeah. Then we have the baby boomers from 1946 to 1964. Uh, Those are 54-year-olds to 72-year-olds. To so yeah, the late baby boomers are the ones having had millennials. Yeah. And then they skip right over and go, so it's 46 to 64, and then they go millennials, 81 to 1996. So we got that gap between 65 and 80. Like, what the fuck is going on? And this what is on CBS eight? News on, on a, on a, on a uh, what they call it, the display, the, 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 uh, on the screen. So it's obvious that there was no Gen Xers in that, in that graphic, in that, made that graphic in the production, right? Exactly. It was obvious, though. How the baby boomer, the home? baby boomer was the executive, and the person who created the graphic was a millennial, and there was no generation X. But when you start seeing people who, say, a boomer become a, a manager or a director, or someone who's hiring, they look at that generation after generation, our generation, generation X, as, mm -hmm. hey, you know what? That kid reminds me of my son. Mm -hmm. Yep. That kid reminds me of yep. my daughter. I got a son that age. I got a son that a daughter that age. Let me bring him in because I want somebody to do the same thing for my offspring or whatever niece or nephew or something like that. So they 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 look at it from that standpoint. But how many times you get home from school, man? Your mama, your daddy wasn't there. You had to go ahead and get your oh get your lunch, get your get your get your uh, dinner ready. You had to go. Um, do your homework. Yeah. You had to make sure, like Cope said a little bit on the last episode, don't let nobody in this house, I don't care what you, whoever it is, don't let nobody in this house. And, and go back to social media, we're in between that, you know what I'm saying? We know how it is without social media. Right. But at the same time, we can still transition. We can learn the systems and learn what not. So we can go this way without social media. We can socialize and go outside, play ball. We can go outside. Hey, as black dudes, hey, what we do, we ribbed on each other. Mm -hmm. You had a yep. good old time, man. Hey, we ribbed, had a good time. All right, man, I'll see you tomorrow, man, after after getting to somebody for five minutes. So that socialization I see, even in my family today with my the younger generation, like my son's generation who was born, he was born in 2001. My nieces, nephews, um, with niece and younger cousins and whatnot. That socialization, those skills aren't there, man. No, because they're, they're they on the screen. You come in the house, hey, you come in the house, you had to speak to people. Yep. Yes. You know what I'm saying? You had you had to say what's yes. up, hey, how you doing? Or, yes. if I see you 
if I see you in the morning, good morning. Like, what's going yeah, on? Yeah, you? you had to speak. You can't just come in the house and just go right to your room. You know what I'm saying? So I, I noticed a difference. I accept it though. I accept the difference between the generations. Cause I know when we started listening to gangster rap, man, the boomers was crazy about us listening to gangster rap. So I respect the different generations, but we do get ignored as a whole, as a collective. And, and I also think another thing, <laughs> sometimes uh, our younger generation don't teach their kids about speaking when they come to somebody's house, you know, and being respectful or speaking to everybody. Not, so you mm. know what? Your kid don't talk to me. I ain't talking to your fucking kid. <laughs> don't get mad at me. I don't care if you're family or not. <laughs> hey, I'm conditioned. I walk into a house. If it's 30 people, family members, or friends, I'm going to say, hey, what's up, everybody? Yeah, How y'all yeah. doing? I'm going to come through, acknowledge everybody as a group. I do this at work. I acknowledge everybody. I might not go through name by name by name, but eventually I'm going to trickle, yeah. say what's up, have some small talk with you, catch up with you, whatever. I haven't seen you in a while. We were conditioned like that. Yep. You know what I'm saying? My, my grandmother would snatch you up. Hey, you, you better speak to me when you come mm -hmm. into my house, whatever. Not walk to the kitchen and grab your... Grab your chicken and your greens and your macaroni and cheese. You you gonna speak to me? Mm hmm. Yeah, I, it, it's crazy, but I I don't get why. And I guess it's kind of what I described. The executive, the vice president, unfortunately, is the baby boomer, and then from there, it's like the guys who are doing the technology are, are the millennials. So we're kind of a lost, and that that's comp that's. Corporation-wide, probably. That's probably America. I'm working, though. Honestly, I'm working with a lot of Gen Xers that's in position right. of leadership. Okay. okay. That's I, good, I, though. I really am. So I can I can definitely relate to them. Like, we'll share stories, um, maybe different backgrounds, but we can still still share stories that we can all come together and relate to. I can recall I was on a, in a meeting, and I don't know if y'all remember these, uh, and this was probably the beginning of technology. Uh -oh. When they had those uh, phone lines where you can call and it'd be 30 kids on the phone. They had a, a, a party phone. line. The three-way. Party the, line. Not, it was even bigger than three-way. Everybody called the three-way. You get a bunch of friends with three-way. Everybody get up. Yeah. So, so we was at the beginning stages. Huh. We, we were still kids at the time. Yeah. 12, 13 years old or whatnot. But yeah, party one, line. one of the, the ladies who I worked with in the leadership position. And she said, do you remember when you can call this? And I, we all were like, yeah, I remember that. I would have probably never even thought about that back then. I mean, you know, it's a couple of years ago, I would have never even right. thought about that, though. So, but you just did that. You might just listen. You might just talk. It'd be like 15, 16 people on the phone that you don't know. You know, everybody talking at the same time, so you barely get out what you want to say. But that may have been the beginning of this so-called social media, this crave that we got going on right now. You call hey man, how, many follow, how many followers do we have right now, Coke? How many followers? <laughs> like 12. <laughs> I mean, on, on this how podcast right now, how many followers do we have, oh, man? Oh, right now. <laughs> I'm following you. We gonna do it. Hey, man, maybe, hey, maybe we got to come out, man, and put some we gotta muscles on, some muscle shirts Twitter. on or something. You got to retweet. You got to retweet. <laughs> Are you following the, our account on Twitter? Who? 
Look at I am. I know oh, you, you are. Count. By the way, never mind, I can't do it here. When we get off the camera, you remind me about you, <laughs> you and Twitter. All right. You got to retweet. Retweet them. I retweet you. I was mad the other day when the kids got shot. I was tweeting and retweet and tweet. Y'all got to retweet that. Y'all got to get it out. I just, out there. I just got on Bookface. Twitter. I, I did that for my club. Mm. Just so I can stay on, you know, abreast of what's going on. That tell you that that tell you all the rest you of that stuff know. is not important to me, man. Only the garbage Dallas ass cowboy fans are on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to show. I just went to the gym and worked out and did. Yeah, I don't need to do a all fourth that. Put of my a mile on in about thirty minutes. I don't but have to show that, man. I think That's about when I was in college. I think about when I was in college, and I had a the. I think it was the brothers. And you type up your paper, and if you made a mistake, you had to press the button and it and it erase it back, and you gotta type that joint again. <laughs> now these kids got spelled. They got all this stuff you ain't even got to write. You ain't hey. got to put no effort into the joint, boy. <laughs> My son, yeah, I love him. He don't even know how to write in cursive. That's crazy. he know how to write his name, but I'm looking at it, I'm thinking like, man. So yeah, hold on one second, fellas. Mm -hmm. He got other things going on. I, I can, uh, I got my kids are writing cursive, but I noticed that by typing more, my handwriting's gotten worse over the years. Man, because you type Mine more, and, and then sometimes I'd be writing, I was like, ooh, and I gotta do it again. <laughs> but think about this right now, without looking at your phones, tell me my phone number. Well, don't tell me. Can you think of my phone number? Don't say it out loud. Can you think of my phone number right now off your head? Seven 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 ninety three eleven. There we go. Morris Day. <laughs> but can you think about it? Yeah. Three yeah. I know. Yeah. That's all you need to tell. That's I know like okay. three or four <laughs> phone numbers by heart, man. <laughs> I know like three or four phone numbers by heart. So yeah. Yeah, but technology kind of dumbs us in a way because it makes us lazy. It makes let us the lazy. machines next. You know, let the machines do the work and you know things like that. How many yeah. times do y'all double check your spelling now? When you actually have to write shit out and you don't have like something to prompt you, which word would you like to choose? Right, right. It automatically come up red, right? Hey, okay. <laughs> and you just keep on typing it. Go ahead yeah. and finish it at the end. Where you and go fix ahead. it at the end, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we're invisible to some people's eyes, man, but we here, though. We're, we're here. definitely here. Influence the music too, man. Ain't, ain't no music like the '90s. That was Generation X. Ain't no ain't, man. Ain't hey, no if it was rap and R and B, nothing ever compare. Even to that even band. even like the grunge, Nirvana, they came all up. Pearl Jam, all these groups. Those Generation X brothers, you know. Yep. Yeah. You know what? Generation X got the talk shows uh sewed up. Ooh. Seth Meyers, Colbert, oh, Jimmy yeah, yeah, Kimmel. Yeah. yeah. Jimmy Fallon, okay. that's all Generation right. X right there. Yeah. You, you're right about Trevor that. Trevor Noah. So then why are we need a low end, but Trevor so why, Noah. So, so why are we forgotten like that, man? Haters. That's that's a question, man. All I hear Haters. about all I hear about is the baby boomers, health care, health, whatever, and the uh millennials mental health. That's all I hear about. <laughs> they burning that, out. So that means then that means that. We don't have any issues then, for the most part. 
No, we have issues. We just knew how to deal with them. Fuck it. Right. Exactly. Yeah, that's the whole thing. Exactly. Our, we can mask it. We can, we can, we can go to social on. media, talk about our issues. We, we knew how to trudge ahead. Fuck it. I got to do this. Fuck it. You know what I, I mean? Gotta, yeah, I got to get up. I got to go ahead. I got to do this. I got to study for this test. I got to go to this doctor's appointment. I got to do whatever. I got to go take care of my parents. At the same time, take care of myself. At the same time, take care of my offspring. Yeah, I feel you. Yeah, I feel so you. That was a question. That's all I wanted to know. You know, we wrap, we're going to wrap this one up. Thank you, everybody, for listening. This was an extended, this was an extended podcast this was right extended here. We podcast. had the people what they like. And hey, just so everybody knows, I'm going to put this out here. Yeah, I'm going to put this out here. Our email is generatingx414 at gmail.com if anybody wants to send us any notes. 414. I do got to say something about some music, man. Hey, the 70s had some music, though, man. Oh, uh, 70s I'm not dissing anybody music. Man, because you know what? Some of, damn near all of our rap music we listen to, man, they tipped them. But I'm going to tell you what... I'm gonna tell you what Red Man said. 90s music is the shit. Don't tell me nothing. Else. <laughs> yay, yay, yay. All, All right, right everybody. We'll see you next time on Generator Next. Go Brewer.